Hello, ghouls, and welcome to Brave the Basement. I'm your host, the Ghoul the Rules. I'm your co-host, Black One Jack Two. If you enjoy getting a little scared, ghost stories, haunted houses, a believer in the supernatural, or maybe even a skeptic wanted to look at things from a different perspective, then this is the show for you. Today's episode is sponsored by Ed's Barbershop. Ed's Barbershop is located at 210 Lane Street, North Judson, Indiana. So if you enjoy getting your hair cut from a hometown barber with that old-fashioned feel, then dial 574-896-3344 and schedule your appointment today. Hey, Blackjack, how's it going? I'm doing pretty good. And before we start this episode, I wanted to shout out, uh, because this is the month of October, Breast Cancer Awareness Month. So that's all I have to say. But And then I got a shout out as well. So a couple guys that I know, uh, they started a podcast and they, they asked me for some advice to get going. And I, and I had a talk with them, kind of told them, you know, some things that I wished I would have done when we first launched Brave the Basement. Uh, and then one of the things they needed help was help with was they couldn't figure out what to do for their intro music. And uh, they actually selected one of my original songs uh, called Pandemic. And so the intro of theirs is my original music, which is pretty cool. And they gave a shout out, I think, about in their third episode. So if you want to check these guys out, they're called About Your Average Stupid. And just to kind of tell you... I was listening to an uh, episode earlier, and in one particular episode, um, the, the guys' names are Austin and Ross, they had an argument whether or not spaghetti, SpaghettiOs with meatballs is better hot or cold. So it is just about anything stupid, and they just go on these rants, and they're talking, and they're really silly guys. So if you get a chance, check out About Your Average Stupid. Uh, that sounds really interesting. I, I actually might want to check that out tonight for my for myself. But today, we're here to talk about the paranormal. And so what is today's episode about? And Blackjack, you going to try to use your psychic power? Oh, I already told you. I forgot. I, I actually, I don't remember. You don't? I just told you right before we hit the record button. I don't remember. Okay. So, gateways to other dimensions. So... And what kind of gave me the idea for this one is we, we did the, the hooded man. And they they said that the hooded man is believed to be an inner, what was that called? An inner interdimensional a- agent. agent. Yeah. Yeah. So an interdimensional agent. So I was thinking, man, dimensions and gateways and all that stuff. So I come across some stuff and we got a couple stories from you. And we're going to go ahead and jump straight in. To these. So the first one we're going to talk about is called the Skinwalker Ranch. So to kick off this list, we're going to talk about one of the most paranormal places in America. Have you ever noticed? It all says the most paranormal place. Everything is the most paranormal place in America. If I had a dollar for every time that we did an episode about the most paranormal place in America, we'd have like eight bucks, right? Yes. Okay, well, anyway. To talk about one of the most paranormal places in America, Skinwalker Ranch. This small Utah-based ranch has become infamous for high strangeness, UFO sightings, Bigfoot sightings, and mysterious voices that echo out of nowhere. Skinwalker Ranch regularly has reports of strange gateways to other dimensions, often in the form of circles that open up in the sky to reveal a differently colored sky inside. Once in a while, ranchers report seeing crafts flying in and out of these holes. Strange as that may be, 
it seems like the gateways that are uh, open up aren't totally limited to the sky. During the initial time ranchers spent there, they ran into a wolf that was almost the size of their car. The wolf seemed intelligent and even let them pet it. Then it attacked the ranchers' cows. They chased after the wolf and shot at it, only to have the wolf vanish before their eyes. The wolf was real. They felt it, and it left visible bite marks on their cow. Later on, ranchers saw a very strange hyena-like animal with a long bushy tail and a large head that attacked animals, only to vanish into thin air shortly after. What's interesting about this is that they later found out the wolf they saw matched the description of a dire wolf, a species that died out 10,000 years ago. The hyena-like creature also matches the description of a dino Croatia gigantia. Perfect. That's r- nailed it. You know what that just reminded me of, Blackjack? What? So there was this skit, and I know I'm getting off topic here, but I, I have to say it. Uh, George W. Bush did this skit with this guy, and the guy was dressed up just like George W. Bush, and they were giving a speech together. And the guy dressed up like George W. Bush was like George W. Bush's mind speaking. And then George W. Bush would, was playing himself as the actual in real I thought person. Obama did that. I don't know if he did or not, but I know Bush did. And they come across this real long line. And the guy who was playing George Bush's mind says the line and he gets it perfect. And then George Bush goes to say it, messes it all up like I just did. And then his mind goes, nailed it. It's just, oh my gosh! Yeah, so that oh. I just had a George W. Bush moment. So anyway, the Dino Crucuda Giganta, an extinct creature that last existed 4.5 million years ago in Asia. So how did some prehistoric animals phase in and out of existence like that? Is it possible that these extinct animals might not really be extinct? It sounds like they may have come from a vortex that temporarily let them walk around the ranch, doesn't it? What do you think of that, Blackjack? So is this multidimensional creatures? Are these animals that we thought were extinct? What do you think about it? I personally think that these animals that we thought uh, that were extinct were, are, are back, essentially. Uh, I think it was a couple of years ago or, or a couple of months. I don't remember. But they found this historic fish, uh, the colith. I don't remember what it's called. And they thought it was been extinct for years and for for millions of years. And they uh, scientists found the fish, uh, a school of them, all together. So you're thinking that these are just animals that we thought were extinct? That maybe there's only a barely a couple numbers in them. Well, let's see what else we got going on in this article here, and see if uh, see if we can convince you that these multi-dimensional gateways do exist. In early part of this decade, China had a serious spat of strange sightings involving cities that seemed to float above people in the sky. The floating cities looked nothing like the cities where they were spotted and had details that included towers, windows, and even signs. The strange phantom cities appeared years apart, often on cloudy days over rivers nearby. Some scientists believe that this may be an extreme version of of a mirage known as Fana Morgana. However, there's an issue with this explanation. Fana Morgana is known to just make things look like they are floating above water, 
and is most often a reflection of what's nearby. These cities are not reflections of the cities they were spotted in. So what were these? A lot of people believe that these were openings of gateways to other dimensions that just so happened to be too high up to be accessible. Others believe it may have been a government experiment. Either way, it definitely raises some questions that make you wonder. I really have no idea. Uh, Floating cities? You know, I've heard of this somewhere, and I don't remember exactly where, but uh, you know, there was a lot of people who reported seeing these uh, floating cities, and it's not Howl's Moving Castle. Is that the one where... Yeah. Uh, oh. Yeah. Okay, so I got her. I'm not an anime guy. It's just what it what This it is the older have. style anime, so I, I wouldn't really know, but I think it is Howl's Moving uh, Castle. So are you convinced yet, Blackjack? No. So I've been extremely into, so I used to listen to, I used to work a third shift and I would come home about 3.30 in the morning and anybody who ever worked really late like that and it was on the road, because I, I had a long drive after work, uh, knows what coast to coast AM is with uh, George Norrie. And I remember listening one morning on my way home, uh, George Norrie had this guest on and this guest was talking about these gateways to other dimensions and not even necessarily dimensions but just portals to like almost like a wormhole here on earth and he was talking about you know an african lion jumping off of a rock and landed in uh the cities of new york city i mean wouldn't that be crazy it would it would be it reminds me of uh, madagascar you know what i mean kind of yeah so there's a lot of people who report these things and you know a lot of people believe that there really isn't life after death as we think of it with ghosts and all that uh, they believe that these are just um, another dimension that somehow the the and I don't even know how to explain it but whatever separates our world just quite, isn't quite there it's kind of thin right it's a real thin layer and what you're seeing is these people moving in and out of their daily lives just like we are, but they appear to be ghosts to us. And, and if that's true, would we appear to be ghosts to them? My question is, you know, if there's these portals opening up uh, everywhere and stuff, why, why is there a game, you know, the elevator game, you know? Why is that game a way for you to travel into that one dimension? Well, that's just like last week when we talked about the hooded man. It was another ritual game that, uh, you know, brought you through supposedly other dimensions. Um, now, here's a story uh, that that's in Peru. So we went from, you know, uh, America to, to China. Now, now we're going to Peru. Peru's Marcawasi Stone Forest is often considered to be one of the most active gateways to other dimensions in South America. The beautiful, picturesque forest is known for having massive rock outcroppings that seem to have a humanoid shape to them, despite no knowing history of them being carved. Natives to the area have long considered the stone forest to be a sacred place, not to mention one that's to be feared. Its reputation for having gateways to other dimensions comes from the fact that many mysterious disappearances have happened there over the centuries. 
One person came to a doctor's office after a particularly strange visit. The patient, a woman who was paralyzed throughout the half of her body, claimed to have seen a cabin while hiking with friends through the stone forest. The cabin itself seemed oddly designed and very out of place. The cabin had windows that glowed inside, a stark contrast against the night sky. Peering inside, she noticed people in period clothing laughing and cavorting as if they were in a party. There was sounds coming from the cabin, almost beckoning her to go inside. The woman felt an unnatural urge to go into the cabin and open the door. Soon a feeling of dread came over her, friends, and they chased after her. She walked halfway through the threshold and then was pulled out by her friends. The half of her body that walked through the door became paralyzed from then on. The patient has gone on record to say she believes she walked into another dimension and that if she went through the doorway, she'd never been seen again. And I was going to bring this up. We, we have a lot of people that just flat out disappear and you never see or hear from them ever again. And no traces left of them. So, you know, is, is this another uh, piece of evidence about these gateways that you could actually accidentally cross through? How about the Bermuda Triangle? So the Bermuda Triangle is kind of fascinating in of itself and what's funny is I can you kind of hit me on the spot so I'm not prepared but I've read somewhere and I'd have to fact check this that if you take a globe and you put your finger on the Bermuda Triangle and put your other finger directly on the other side uh, where your fingers touching is another Bermuda Triangle type place I don't know if I'm remembering that incorrectly or, or if that's true or not, but I swear I read that somewhere. If that sounds familiar to you, have you ever heard anything like that? No. So, in, so the Bermuda Triangle, as everyone kind of knows, you know, a lot of planes and ships and people have just went inside the Bermuda Triangle and never came back. And it's been mysteries for years where what happened to these people. So, so I, I don't know. So you think that could be another gateway? I mean, anything's possible. Uh, I would, I would like to look into what what I just said about, you know, drawing a line through the globe, and you know what's on the other side. I'm pretty sure that that was considered something, but I, I don't quite remember. Like I said, you kind of hit me on the spot. I wasn't prepared for that one, Blackjack. <laughs> <laughs> uh... You, you got to stick to the only the stuff that I have notes on. Come on, stay to the script. There's yeah, stay no... to the stay to the script. <laughs> We're supposed to be professionals here. Well, thing is, I don't have a script. That's true. That's that. That is very true, actually. You're the only one with the script, man. You, you know what? I I just find some information. I don't even kind of plan out the episode. I just kind of go with it. It's, yeah, one day, you know, the the Mad Hatter. Yeah, exactly. It's Mad Hatter. A couple notes. We talk about it. That's how but, we do it. So now, just so I don't look like a, a silly goose here, uh, after we finish this episode, I'm going to have to go Google. And I don't even know how to Google that, right? Hey, uh, hey, Google. So you know how you put your finger on the globe? Yeah. And you put your other on the finger on the globe. So if you have the Bermuda Triangle, right? Yeah, I'm serious. Like, I think like I read it in an article somewhere. It wasn't even like the main point of the article. It was just like a. a, a they just threw it in there. Yeah, it was just throw it in there. So I don't know. Maybe I'm right. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm thinking of something completely different. Who knows? I'll look it up. I'll try to find it. 
I've I've done I've tried to find weirder stuff, I'll tell you that. <laughs> oh my gosh. But other than that, so Blackjack, what do you think about these gateways to other dimensions? Uh if you think about it, you know, I I think they could be real. You think okay, so you know, and this is just a little fun fact about Blackjack. Blackjack is a fan of the TV show The Flash. Yes, I love The Flash. And they do like uh the what this Earth 2 thing? Was uh, it Earth 2? The multiverse. Yeah, the multiverse, but was that was that called Earth 2? Or uh Earth 2, Earth there's infinite amount of earths. Right, but that was like the, the yes, first Earth, one that you're introduced yeah. to and then everyone's got a doppelganger, right, and all that. Yes. So what do you think of that kind of theory, Blackjack? You think we all got doppelgangers out there in other dimensions? Um well, the whole point that makes, you know, uh about the earth is because there was like different vibrations or whatever. And I don't think there's any multiverse. I think there's only one blackjack and one ghoul who rules. So you think that we're it and that's that? It, it, yes. So there is a theory and it, it's one that I, I never really liked and I have my reasons for it. That is, you know, every decision there's, there's dimensions out there and other universes and, and you know, all these other terms that they come up with. But every decision that you make in another universe or dimension or or time period. And they do that in the flash, too. Yeah, you've made the other uh, decision. And Earth, whatever, uh, the Nazis won World War Two. Yeah, but I'm talking about small decisions. Small decisions? Yeah, should I start a podcast? Should I not start a podcast? Should I play guitar today? Should I not play guitar today? What do I want to eat for dinner? Uh, do I want to go to this store or do I want to go to that store? And so the theory is... Every decision you make creates all these multi-universes. So they're infinite. I mean, how many decisions... If you... I'm going to use your line. If you think about it, something as small as uh, choosing what guitar I want to play. We're sitting in this room. I got how many? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. I got eight yeah, guitars got just sitting here. Oh, the ukulele and the mandolin and the banjo and... That, that guitar... I mean, we just spawned, what, 10 different universes. And the reason I never liked that theory, because then to say that I'm creating universes just based off of a decision. That would make you a god. That would make me a god. And if I was a god, uh, I wouldn't be making multi-universes where I, I, I play this guitar over that one. Uh, I would be getting those winning lottery numbers that just went for $700 million that I did not win. Well, I'll just create it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, just, oh, well, I'm just going to make myself the lottery winner. But either way, uh, I do find it fascinating. I don't know how much I believe in it. Um, but it is a, there, there are theories out there by serious, serious uh, smart people. <laughs> <laughs> scientists. Thank you. No, well, not even scientists, but these physicists. That's the word I was trying to come up with and it just wouldn't come to me so I said something stupid like smart people anyway there's some there's serious physicists that believe that there is the possibility of these dimensions that we've not been able to prove or disprove their existence so I don't know I don't really believe in it like I said it's a tough sell and and it sounds like blackjack you're not all that sold on it either yeah I mean I don't really know yeah, me either. So it's just one of them things that they'll probably never solve within my lifetime. 
And it's up to the viewer. Yeah, it's up to everybody to make their own determination whether or not they believe in multi-dimensions and gateways to those dimensions. Really quick, the shout-out. It is October, and we are, you know, we don't like cancer, so please just wear your pink, guys. Because cancer sucks. Yeah, boo cancer. Boo cancer. If you'd like to become a Brave the Basement ghoul, be sure to share this show on social media. Go to bravedebasement.weebly.com and sign up for our newsletter to get all the latest news and updates when each episode has been posted. If you have a ghost story you would like to share, you could reach us at bravedebasement at gmail.com. Your story can make it on the show and be featured on the website. You can also submit your story on Reddit under the subreddit Brave the Basement or in the YouTube comment section. If you have an eerie ghost photo you would like to share, please email us and include a description and your photo could be added to our photo gallery. And that brings us to the end. We hope that we brought you just a little fright. And remember when you're up late at night and you hear something in the other room that just doesn't seem right. It's okay if you need to turn on the light to protect yourself from things to go bump in the night. I'm your host, Ghoul That Rules. I'm your co-host, Black One Jack 2. And I hope you join us again. Till next time. Bye.